Hello everyone and welcome to the European Hoops podcast. We are a Sportsitos presentation. We bring you all the coverage you need on the Euroleague. Make sure to follow us at Itos Euroleague. My name is André and this is my co-host Tiago How are you doing, Tiago? I'm fine, André. Hello, guys. Let's talk about what we like the most. Let's do it. Some programming notes to start this episode. We will be posting episodes on Monday and Wednesday. Euroleague will have a break next week, but we will still be posting this week's recap and bring you a special episode on Wednesday with uh, our Euroleague for rankings and our takes on the MVP race and more. So stay tuned. So let's hit this week's action, starting with the top news of the week. We need to start with terrible news. The tragedy that is affecting several countries, but mostly Turkey and Syria. Our thoughts go to everyone affected by the earthquake and uh, for the families de- dealing with loss in this moment. The Turkish clubs and the Euroleague, for obvious reasons, decided to, that they won't be playing the schedule games. The game between Efes and Real on Thursday and the game between Fenerbahce and Milano on Friday are at the moment suspended. We will still preview those matchups from a basketball standpoint. And uh, whenever they occur, we will make whatever adjustments to our previews if they are needed. If uh, you are in a position to help the people of Turkey and Syria and all the other countries affected by this earthquake, we urge you to, to do so. While it, it isn't easy to make a transition from this, let's continue the podcast and uh, with the basketball news of the week that uh, takes us to Israel where Roman Sarkin extended his contract with Maccabi until the end of the 24-25 season. He's an Israeli player, 2 meter 8, that's a 6 feet 10, a forward. Tiag Sorkin is averaging 9.4 PR with 7 points, 3.4 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block per game in 17 minutes per game. He has been an important piece in the rotation for Maccabi. What do you think of this extension and what do you think of him as a player? Uh, it's, I think it's a great news for uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv. Uh, he complements so well guys like Lorenzo. Sorkin is a great off-ball player. One thing that I like the most is when he's aggressive, he, ha- he has good games. He averaged three rebounds and two of them are offensive rebounds, so that's cool. Opinion, he needs guys who can create for him and that are willing to pass. And I like the, the feed with Lorenzo Brown. Yeah, it's a great it's a great uh, add for Maccabi. I would love to see him playing in other teams, like, uh, like a team like Olympiacos who, can, who share the ball. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to see if he can keep up. It's good momentum. Yeah, I agree. He's a very consistent player. And uh, of course, when we see teams like Olympiacos playing such a good brand of basketball, we want to see any consistent players who can do a bit of everything. And it's a very good complementary piece to be added to those teams. So I totally see what you are saying. But uh, I think he's a very good uh, sign for Maccabi and he will give them good playtime for the next years. I think the ability to add continuity for a team that is performing at a high level, it's key for their long-term success and uh, it makes it like a very, very good news for Maccabi's fans. Talking about success, let's start previewing the, the first game of the round and uh, this game will be featuring a very successful Olympiacos team. This week, the EuroLeague will have games on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, while usually the, the games are played on Thursday and Friday. The solo game on Wednesday will be the game between Alba and Olympiacos. The game will be happening in Berlin. The last will be meeting the, the first. Alba has 6 wins and 17 losses, while Olympiacos has 16 wins and 7 losses. Alba has a 4-8 home record, while Olympiacos has a 7-4 road record. 
Olympiakos has the second best offense in the competition with 120.8 offensive rates. Alba, on the other hand, has the fourth worst defense on the competition with a 115.7 defensive rating. I think it is safe to expect that this will be a game where Olympiakos will be able to keep building their lead and their current momentum. Last time these two teams met, Olympiakos won 86-76 and the game MVP was Vzenkov with 24, 9, 11, 4 and 1 block. Do you agree that this should be an easy win for Olympiakos? Do you think that Vzenkov will repeat this performance? And what are you looking for on this game? I think that it will be an easy win for Olympiakos team. Uh, they're in the top of the standings and I think they will keep up. I think that Sasha Vzenkov will repeat his MVP performance that he, he got uh, in the previous game against Albert Berlin. And I'm looking forward to, to see the matchup between uh, Luke Sigma and Sasha Vezenkov. They're two of my favorite players heading against each other. Two high IQ players who can make others better around them. So yeah, I think there will be a, a good one, a, a good matchup to, to see. And I think there will be a, a good one for Olympiakos. With Olympiakos playing like this, do you see Sasha Zankov running away with the MVP of this season? Yeah, it's more likable uh, because a guy like Mirotic didn't start. So the MVP race was way easier for Sasha Vizekov but he's, he deserves it a lot yeah he, he totally does and really mirrors what uh, his team is doing and the way that his team wants to play he's the perfect star for, for this Olympiakos team the next game on the docket was Efes against Real Madrid as we previously spoke this game is suspended and likely will happen on a future date it will certainly be a must watch game between these two teams uh, with uh, high implications on the, the standings and especially on FS chances to make it to the playoffs. Without doing a, a big deep dive into this game, since it won't be happening now and there are many factors that we won't be able to predict, do you see Real repeating the 94-85 win on the first round? And what challenges do you think these teams will present to each other? This will be a good, a good match to watch. Uh, I'm looking forward to see if FS uh, can play it uh, the faster pace because if they play at the faster pace and driving to the basket and taking falls out of guys like Poirier and Walter Tavares uh, I think that F is uh, has a chance to to compete if not if they're playing at, uh, at a slow pace it's what Real Madrid wants so I'm looking forward to see this game and see if, if FS can build something out of their momentum which similarities do you find between this game and the game that Real Madrid just had with Monaco it's a, a guards versus wings in my opinion FS does have a really strong wings too so and even the bigs even FS even the big to compete better with Real Madrid than uh, what Monaco was able to do. Yeah, because Monaco just says, yeah, Yunus. Next, we head to Israel, where Maccabi will receive Red Star. This is a game between two teams fighting for the last playoff spots, making it a very important game for both sides, especially for Red Star, to whom this is an almost a must-win game. Maccabi is 12-11 in 8th place, Red Star is 10-13 in 13th place. Maccabi is the best home team in the competition with a 9-1 record and uh, they have one of the best offensive rates in the competition while Red Star has one of the worst ones. In the other hand, Maccabi is one of the worst defensive rates in the competition 
and uh, Red Star, one of the best ones. This is a game of offense against defense, of so best home court. The players that perform at the highest level the last time these two teams met each other were Lorenzo Brown and Hassan Martin. Both are doubtful to play in this game. Last time around, Red Star won at home 69-68. How do you see shining in, on this battle and what matchup will you be looking at during this game? I'm looking forward to see um, the matchup uh, between Vildoza and Baldwin. Uh, I think that uh, Maccabi will win. They're playing at, at home. They're one of the they're the best home team. I'm looking forward to see the matchup between Petrozev and Maccabi physicality because he struggles a lot when uh, the other team play physical with him. And Maccabi bigs are just that, just physical. We move on to Italy where Barcelona visits Virtus. Virtus is 12th, one win behind the playoff spots. Barcelona is third with the 15 and 8 records, one win behind the first place. Virtus won three out of their last four games, while Barcelona won four out of their last five. Barcelona, with a, a deep roster, is one of the top teams in the competition. They have the sixth best offensive and defensive rate of, of EuroLeague. Well, Virtus is one of the best defensive teams in the league with the fourth best defensive rate, but offensively they have struggles being the 14th best offense of the, the team, averaging 77.9 points per game. In Barcelona, Virtus managed to surprise the home team and got a 75-83 road win behind a big performance from Lundberg that is now out with an injury. In a game that Barcelona are favorites, what would Virtus need to do to beat them and who do you think will be the key players in this matchup? In this game, Virtus has to, to play at a slow pace. I don't know if Milos Teodosic is playing. I hope he, he likely He's likely to, to be because he was out with the flu and he will be likely recovered for this game. Okay, let's see if he can if he can play. Because if he plays, he can he can control the the pace of the of their game to to play at a at a slow pace. I'm looking forward to see the matchup between Shengeli and Mirotic. It will be a fun to watch. They're two of the best point uh, power forwards of the game. And in my opinion, Barcelona will win. They're in a winning streak, a good winning streak, but not playing to, uh, not playing a good basketball. And this is a great opportunity for them. And I see a guy like Higgins being the MVP because, in my opinion, there's no match for him in this. Moving on, the second day of action will end in Germany where Bayern will welcome the hottest team in the competition. Partizan, they have won 8 out of their last 10 games, playing a great brand of basketball and are currently in 7th place. But I see this being a real challenge for them against an always very well prepared, very physical and combative team in, in Bayern. Bayern performance and uh, standings, they don't really match. They are 14 with a... Uh, 9 and 14 record but they have a positive 8.9 net rating they are the fourth best offensive rating of the competition and they are the third best offensive rating on the competition these are indicators of a potentially playoff team and not of a team that is falling behind in 14th place they are a very hard team to play against and a real challenge for this partisan team to prove themselves as as belonging to the seventh place that they currently occupy do you agree that this will be an extremely hard game for partisan what matchups will you be looking at and uh, what do you expect each team to do in order to win this game i don't agree with you andre i think that partisan will win this one and not in an easy way because they're because Bayern is well coached by Trincieri. But I think that it will be in, in the 10-point range, at least. 7 through 10-point through range. I think Partizan will keep up the, the good momentum that they're having. Uh, I see Lizard 
dominating this game. This would be a, a fun game to watch if Bayern was 100% healthy. I agree with you, and maybe if Bayern was 100% healthy, maybe they would even be favorites for this game. I also agree that Lazard's physicality will match very well the way that Bayern plays, but I think that this will be a very big challenge for this young team of Partizan and uh, a good game for them to prove that they belong to the seventh place and maybe even aim to end uh, in the top six of this edition of the, the EuroLeague. The Friday starts with another game that is uh, currently suspended between Fenerbahce and Milano. While uh, at the surface this shouldn't be a must-watch game or one of the best games, with Fenerbahce being in the fourth place in the standings and Milan in 16th, these are two teams that are in very different moments. Fenerbahce lost six out of their last ten games, while Milano comes into this game in a good momentum. Can this revamp Milano's offense give troubles to, to Fenerbahce, or do you think that this is a good chance for Fenerbahce to get back on track and seek home court advantage in the playoffs? This one would be one of the must-watch uh, games, because these two teams are in different momentums, because Milano is playing a really good basketball now, since they're adding the... A guy like Chabaz Napier. Fenerbahce is on a bad momentum. I think this game this game would be good for uh, Fenerbahce to create some good momentum. I think that they, they would they would win this one. Because they have uh, great defenders, in my opinion. They have uh, a guy like Kalaitis who, who could stop Chabaz Napier. They have Nigel Ace can stop TLC. In this game, uh, I was looking forward to see if uh, Motley could bounce back the the bad momentum that he's having. I think he's the key for Fenerbahce is mostly to play well. If they they are able to unlock him, he for sure can dominate this matchup and be a relevant player for them. But I think that Milano's front court physicality might give him some some problems. We we will have to wait. See when this game will happen and if those matchups happen, there will be for sure some of the matchups to watch. We move on to Kangas where Zalgiris will receive Basconia. With Zalgiris home crowds and Basconi firepower, we should be in for a treat. Both teams are in the playoff fights, and this is a very important matchup for both squads. Basconi has the third highest uh, offensive rate of the EuroLeague and the highest average of points per game at 85.8. The defense has been their main issue, and that's what keeps them from being a consistent team performing game after game. They have the seventh worst defensive rate in the competition. Zalgiris have been struggling to find offensive solutions on their last game, going mainly to iso ball situations and less of a team play. At home, Zalgiris is 8-3, and three, being one of the top home courts of the EuroLeague. Can Basconia lack of defense be their downfall against Zalgiris' home court? I don't see Basconia losing this one. In my opinion, this is the matchup, to must-watch matchup. It will be a three-point festival, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know if Zalgiris will play in that way, because uh, in the last game against Efes, they didn't shoot. They just played iso ball, and that's why they, they lost that one. Uh, in my opinion, Basconia Bigs will be the key on this game, because Zalgiris Bigs uh, are kind of undersized, so I, I see Mike Kotsar and Costello having a good one. And yeah, Basconia will win this one, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree that they are favorites to win this game. But I also wouldn't be surprised if we see Zalgiris improving their offense, being able to share the ball, have more of a team play and find some open shots. And behind their home crowd, they are able to steal this win and uh, help themselves in the fight for playoffs. In a way, put Basconi in trouble, uh, falling into the, the tie that this in this moment is between four teams, but uh, with uh, several others right behind them. Because the issue... Uh... 
of Zagiris is having is they don't they don't have a guy who can drive and kick it out. They expecting to guy like Hulanovas and Brazakis to do that. They should be the the guy who receives the ball when the guard kick, kicks out for them. Uh, so it's really strange to see the the game that they are playing right now. It's it's a consequence of their players that are injured at the moment and they are really missing them and they are missing the, that playmaker that is able to to get the ball moving for them because as second decisions, Ulanovas, Brozekas are very good at but to be the the, init- the primary initiators, they are not the player that you want to cast to do that. So as the second and third options in their offense, even if they are their best scorers, but if they don't need to be the primary initiators, they will be very good at that role. As the primary initiators, they will struggle. They will try to look for their own shots more than they will share the ball. And that is causing Zalgiri some troubles finding open shots and easy shots. And as we spoke in the last game, players like Roland Schmidt is kind of disappearing from their games because he's a player that plays on the floor of the offense. I can see them going back to that and improving in that sense in this game and behind their home court, surprising Basconi and getting this very important for that. Next game on the docket is Monaco against Aswell. Monaco will want to bounce back after their loss against Real Madrid and on this game they have a big chance to do it. Last time these two teams met, Monaco got a 9-point road win. Do you see Aswell being able to cause troubles to Monaco? No, I don't see Aswell uh, causing troubles. Monaco is one of the best offensive teams and uh, Aswell, is, they're not they're not in a good momentum. They don't compete on the same level that uh, Monaco competes. This game will be a great matchup between D-Bost and Mike James. But I think that Mike James will come out better because he's averaging 18 points per game. And yeah, it's, just, it's a no-brainer for me. Monaco will win this one. I think we can also expect a, a very big game from uh, from Mike James on this one. I think there is a very good chance he will come out of the MVP. He wants a bounce back. Yeah, he wants a bounce back. He had a very good game. He was the best player for Monaco in the last round. But he clearly felt some guilt in the end of the game and he for sure will want to have a strong one. I would even have him as one of the candidates to be MVP of, the, of this round of the year early. Last but certainly not a game that we will want to miss, Paratinaikos receives Valencia. Paratinaikos is ice cold at the moment and lost 9 out of their last 11 games. On the other side, Valencia comes from a tough loss at home against Maccabi after being 5 game win streak. Valencia is 9th on a 4 team tie for 7th place. Paratinaikos is 15th and trails 4 games behind the playoff spots. It is hard to picture Paratinaikos making it into the playoffs this season, but I reckon this game is far from being an easy one for the road team. Paratinaikos has a strong home court and I expect them to put up a fight. Last time these two teams met in Valencia, Valencia won 94-91. Dubljevic was the MVP of that game with 23 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals and 2 blocks. He's questionable to play on this game with his ankle injury. Do you see Paratinaikos' depth additions, namely Matt Thomas, giving them enough to upset Valencia at home? And what individual matchups we must follow in this game? No, I don't see uh, this new addition that they, they have helping them on the way that we've been talking since the beginning because they're lacking on a playmaking, not a shooting. Matt Thomas adds shooting our playmaking but yeah it will be uh, I'm curious to see the first game of Matt Thomas on, on this year this game will be a, a fun game to watch because it will be a forwards versus guards Panathinaikos forwards are elite in my opinion Derek Williams uh, Dwayne Bacon they're, they're good they're having a bad momentum but they're good the guards of Valencia are playing in an elite basketball they're providing a lot for them 
guy like Chris Jones playing really good basketball. If Boyan Dublevich uh, plays this game will be a no-brainer for me. He will be he will be the one of the the best. And he can dominate these matchups for in favor of Valencia and get them these very important wins so they don't uh, fall behind the playoff run. They need their win. Yeah, they 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 really do. Another episode on the books. Stay tuned. We will bring you a new episode re recapping all the action of round 24 next Monday. Make sure to follow us at Ito's Euroleague. Subscribe to the podcast. See you guys soon. Thank you guys. Uh, see you soon. Stay tuned for more.